0: Morning, morning. Morning crew, everyone. How are we going? Daylight savings, hey? How much I dislike daylight savings. <laughs> I don't know about you. As a Queenslander, it's not much fun. Uh, the rest of the world changes times and uh, Queensland's left behind. Well, I don't know. Queensland's a bit, uh, a bit like that. Doesn't make any sense to me. Why not just use uh, Southeast Queensland? Stays on it. Um, and uh, the rest of Queensland changes. Yeah. In the southern states, it's fantastic. I remember living in Sydney and the daylight savings was awesome. Having a few hours in the evening to get out and about, that's for sure. Right now, it's annoying me. <laughs> but anyway, Facebook was down yesterday, team. Facebook was down. The big giant was down couldn't come live to you and monday was a public holiday for me here on in queensland so had a little bit of a, a bit of time out and i hope you all are awesome and well wherever you are yeah, yeah yeah well yeah the cows don't know when to come home christopher and my blinds will fade <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah i'd prefer to live in uh in new south wales victoria in the uh In the daylight savings times, anyway. Awesome. Well, listen, um, I hope you're all awesome and well. If anyone's new, I know this is a kind of a new time for the southern states. It's sort of 8.07 now, 9.07 down there. You know, maybe many of you guys are at work or whatever's going on, but, uh, you know, we'll roll with it. Um, If you haven't met me before, if you're new, you're popping by. Jason Witten's my name. Each morning, get together with uh, a few crazy crew, like uh, a few a lot on here right now, and... uh, we talk about property investing, wealth, going the distance, whatever it might be, when it comes to buying and owning real estate. We've got a few sayings around here. Buy well, never sell. And uh, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. You've got to take time. You've got to commit to uh, this gig, which is property investing. But today, I want to just touch base on a few things. Um, so I might, you know, maybe just a little bit something simple, but uh, a little bit in the strategy space about There's sort of four, you know, vehicles, swim lanes, I call them, um, of wealth when it comes to, you know, our property investing and uh, many of us, some of us can take advantage of all of them, some of us can take advantage of some of them Uh, and, uh, you know, what do they look like, you know, who do they suit and uh, we've got to make sure we have those strategies in our minds as we roll forward as property investors and uh, making sure we get it done Um, and uh, uh, let me have a bit of a look at this. Let me see. A little bit of a blank screen here, um, but uh, I'll uh, I'll fix up this one hopefully in just a moment. We'll see how we go. Let's see. Um, but yeah, listen, the four swim lanes of um, of uh, of wealth will pop up soon on the screen <laughs> if we get this right. There we go. All right. Let's see how we go. So, uh, you know, the idea that um, there's not one vehicle of wealth, there's not one swim lane of wealth when it comes to building our portfolios, building our wealth, creating income, creating capital growth in our portfolios uh, in the world of investing. And uh, I want to take you through those uh, for today. So let's have a bit of a look at what this might look like. I'll do a little bit of a You know, um, a bit of a drawing here. I mean, it's not a very even swim lane thing. So number one, number one, the easiest, most common creation of wealth in Australia right now, most Australians have over 70% of their wealth in this asset. What do you guys reckon it is? Chuck it in the chat for me. Um, This should be an easy one to nail. Probably the first one. Over seventy percent of Australians. Morning, Laura. Um, yeah, quick shout out to everyone who's here. Paul, James and James, Nick and Christopher, Margaret and Ben, Laura, Allison. Hey, good morning. Good to see you guys. Ah, uh, super. Yeah, Lauren. That that one's there as well. We'll we'll call that one number two. We'll call that the accidental wealth for most average Aussies. But what's the number one where people store according to the stats, 70% of their wealth, inefficiently by the way, inefficiently by the way, all right, Um, um, well it's their home, their principal place of residence, their PPR, so their home uh, by default, we're taught, you know, um, whether it's the way to go or not, I don't believe it's the only way, but it's certainly useful as a platform, as a base to launch our investing from, our principal place of residence, Nick's on it, PPR. Um, For most Australians, we buy a home and then what we believe is that's how we're going to get rich um, or something like that. And, you know, um, unfortunately, that's not the case. People, you know, work for 30, 40 years and they might, um, you know, have a debt on this home, you know, let's say, I don't know, call it 500K. You know, not you don't get uh, much for 500K these days. But, uh, you know, in 30 years' time, it's zero debt. And what's the income on that property? What's the, the cash flow on that property? Uh, a zero, okay? And uh, unfortunately, for a lot of Australians, this is kind of, we realise it too late. But you guys are on this. You guys are all over this. Um, um in mentoring, we know, we know that the principal place of residence, its major value, its, its, its creme de la creme value is it is capital gains tax free. Now, that's all good and well if you go ahead and sell that property, okay? But at some point in the future, and usually, usually there's a downsizing of people's wealth, uh, not not people's wealth, but people's living conditions between the ages of 65 and 75. OK? Now, uh, like we've what have we got? Over four and a half thousand clients who have been um, uh, through our investing programs and still in our investing programs. I think there's if I check in Facebook, there's 3,100 of you that are still active. Uh, in our investing program. Um, so that's pretty good. Uh, over the years, over the 18 years we've been coaching people, um, you know, um, quite uh, quite a high retention and activity rate for our investors. But between the ages of 65 and 75, there will be a downsize moment. There will be a <clears throat> a disposal moment on your place of residence. Now, the thing is with this, let's say we did start out with a $500,000 property when we first bought this property and let's say we're 30 at this stage and we've got, you know, call it 35 years of owning this real estate. In my mind, um, there should be um, a strategy. that The upside, the number um, of times you upgrade your Prince Place of Residence to make the most out of this capital gains tax-free value should be between two or three. Now, an upgrade is sell and buy in a better location, sell where you are and buy in a better location, or maximize the value of the property in situ. Okay, so if you bought an older property and now it's time to knock it down and build something bigger and better, maximize the capital gains tax-free value. So one, two, and maybe, you know, 55 Three, because at some point you want that property to be the the most value, capital gains tax free in the future. Now you will somebody will ninety nine percent of the time downsize the PPR and then and then change the Prince Place of residence to somewhere else, and you want that to be a uh, as as efficient tax free cost as possible. So number one wealth swim lane is the PPR. Prince Place of Residence, okay? That's a goodie, and you can create great wealth in that swim lane, okay? Which is fantastic. Nothing wrong with that swim lane. The challenge is it has no income. There's zero income for 35 years, team. Zero income, zero tax deductions. All right, let's have a look at that. All right, the accidental wealth, and I wouldn't even call it wealth, to be honest. Most Aussies end up with two-fifths of bugger all. That's a technical term. Um um in this one and you guys mentioned it before. It's your super. Okay, you're super. Now, um a few of you guys said, Oh, well, okay, this is where we're at. Um again, you know, you might start, I don't know, the average Aussie uh, might really get serious about uh, a career end um working at age twenty five, and let's hope you can stay productive a choice of productivity to 65-ish, all right? So that is a 40-year term, 40 years, gang, of creating super. The challenge is, this is the challenge, it's pretty hideous, the average male uh, retires with 125 in their super and ladies, um, uh, it's less than 60. Check that out, all right? You You work 40 years and you end up with, Two-fifths of all, you know, beep, that was, that was uh, <laughs> um, it beeping out right there. So, listen, we've got to do better with that one, of course. Now, there's some advantages there. You guys know the advantages here. Well, you should know the advantages here. Each individual can have $1.4 million worth of assets uh, in their super tax-free, tax-free. So then the thing is, the gap, the wealth gap between the average and what you can have is massive. So you've got to have a plan for that one, right? You've got to have a plan for that one. What are you going to do? Um, You know, you can contribute up to uh, $27,500 a year. You know, um, how do you get more money into here? Well, there's some great strategies. There's some great investment concepts in there. But that is a vehicle for wealth. That's a vehicle for wealth. And those two... Um, yeah, that, it's a terrible number. You're dead bloody right, um, Alison and Lauren. It's, it's the hideout, most hideous thing. Now, there's some great strategies, and for all of you guys listening in the mentoring program right now, make sure you come to this Monday's uh, mentoring night because we're going to have some amazing conversations with Andy Fenton uh, around um, he's a financial planner and a wealth um, creation uh, expert when it comes to the, the stock market and and, uh, and those things as well. And he's going to chat about um, how we can maximize some of these things with our super. So make sure you get to that night, team, all right? So super, it's a vehicle, all right? So these are the two kind of accidental vehicles, right? They're kind of like, oh, they're, they're kind of almost, I don't know, not enforced, but uh, they're kind of, we, we do them but accidentally, okay? Um. Yeah, someone broke the internet. You're dead right, Jeff. But uh, well, there you go. It happens to everyone, uh, even, uh, even Facebook, hey? There you go. So, you know, we've got these ones, team. We've got, we've got some things that we need to do around our home, our printer, place of residence, and super. And you guys have, you guys have heard this before. There's nothing new, but it's always good to really sink this in, right? Now, the third vehicle of wealth is you. All right, the person, you, you, and a few of you guys were saying wages and stuff like that, yeah, let's say, um, let's say, yeah, well, I mean, let's do this quick calculation up here. If you could contribute twenty seven and a half thousand, twenty seven point five 27.5 times 40 is 1.1 mil, okay? So that's now that's not including the you know the returns on it and stuff like that over 40 years but if you could contribute the 27 and a half 27.5 into super every year that's what it would look like okay um so there we go right so think about this you like what's you know what what are we good for well um our wage <laughs> our wage our income over the next, call it forty years, okay. Our next forty years, let's say at age twenty-five, yeah. You know, let let's say on average, and and um, I think uh, I saw some stats the other day, but I'll I'll uh I'll round it out. On average, our earning potential, the average earning potential is something like eighty-two thousand dollars, like consistently. If you sort of say the back end of the race is a bit more, and the front end is a bit less. So let's just call it, I don't know, let's just call it $80,000 a year times that by 40 years, that's $3.2 million, all right? That's $3.2 million over a 40-year period, team, okay, age 25 to 65. What are we going to do with that money? You know, can can we take a portion of it and as you guys are already doing, Invest it into something that's going to be there at the end because money, if you can create the money, that's what you're doing with your wage, your skills, your knowledge, your exchange time for money. Nothing wrong with that as long as you um, turn it into something. So if we're exchanging and creating assets that in the future create cash flow in the short term, get us some tax deductions, and in the future, get some growth, then that's part of this wealth swim lane, this transformation of what we're doing, right? Um, as we go, your wage, your earning potential, needs to turn into something, and the greatest the greatest um, uh, tool in our toolkit. Ladies and gents, team, gang, is leverage, okay? Leverage, loan, lending some money and cheap money, inexpensive money, okay? There is more money in distribution um, now uh, on the planet that every single human on the planet could have a million bucks tomorrow uh, and there'd be still some left over, all right? There's so much dollars and cents looking to to go to work. And your job is to attract some of that money and put it into some assets that will go to work, that will add some value to your life and someone else's life. The more value you add to someone's life, the more wealth and cash flow you can create. And that's what real estate does. Real estate does that. Real estate creates jobs, real estate creates places to live, et cetera, et cetera. I'm a big fan. Others would argue. Um, different, but you know i don't listen to them because i've got no interest in their opinion to be honest. be careful of those who you listen to um, as you roll down this super freeway called life all right there you go so there's the three there's the three swim lanes there's your super up here there's your super swimming nice and fast going great you know has you um you know. We're creating dollars and then turning it into assets, happy days, that's part of the plan. Um, these ones over here are quite efficient. Prince Place Residence, you're super. What's the little sneaky one on the outside over here? And uh, what's the last one? Uh, it might be a little bit of a tricky one, team. But uh, chuck it in the chat if you think you know what it is. What do you think the last one might be? Um, that many, many Australians (coughs) use to create wealth uh, in Australia. I'll let you know. I'll quickly do it for you. Uh, It's business. Business. Some of us might be PAYG. Some of us might own a part-time business, a bit of a side hustle. We might have a full-time business. It's a full hustle, whatever that might be. Business, many Australians have businesses and they can be very efficient for creating wealth, okay? A couple of the things that I love about business um, and, you know, let's say over time you have some advantages in business. You can um, you can have some expenses um, run in your life um, pre-tax dollars, e.g., let's just, I mean, you, let's just do some simple ones. You can pay for your mobile phone, your electricity, your computers and your car uh, if you run a business. Even a side hustle business, if you create some income, you can get some, some efficiency in some expenses in your life. Nothing wrong with that. Create a little bit more income, uh, claim a few expenses. Uh, I think that's a, a great way to do it. Or go flat out and get right into business and there's some other values in there one of the great little opportunities in business is a capital gains tax-free ability to make a sale of a business or a property you run your business from into the future for $2 million tax-free. There's a few rules to, to tick. There's a few boxes to tick. But team there, that's your sort of four swim lanes. Business over here. There's there's your four swim lanes for our wealth creation journey. Some of you guys might be using all of them. Some of you might be using only, you know, a couple of them. Perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. For most of us, we should be at least using three. Okay? Three of those swim lanes as we go. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, yeah, there's a few rules to tick, you're dead right, Michelle. Um, and uh, you need a good accountant. Um, slash Financial Planner to make sure you you, uh, you you sort those out as you roll along, but make sure you have a strategy to achieve that outcome as you go. But there you go, ladies and gents, team gang. Um, I thought we'd just do a little sort of circle round on the theory today. You know, we all kind of know it, but it's always good to remember, good to be reminded that we need to keep our eye on the prize. And there's four. Swim lanes, four vehicles of wealth, four ways, four things we can be working on. You know, maybe you can't borrow in your personal name right now. Well, what's going on with the other three? What's happening with the other three? You know, are you you turning those into vehicles of wealth for yourself uh, into the future? So there you go. Coffee, Wealth Coffee Chat done for Wednesday, the 6th of October. Hope you guys are awesome and well. Uh, I'll be kicking it off at 8.05 eight oh five Queensland time which would be nine oh five on average everywhere else and then some weird times in Adelaide and Perth and, <laughs> and Northern Territory wherever wherever listen gang if you can make it that's awesome.